Hey everybody in Frisco and beyond. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. This is episode number 184. I'm your host Kelly Walker. By my count in 2023 we did 16 episodes. That's less than I have done in previous years. You don't get to 184 in six years or five years by only doing that many. But a couple things have changed in my schedule. I'm going to talk about that too. But um, I want to just touch on who we had on last year because I like to look back and see who our guests were and what kind of stood out to me the most. First up is Katie Spud Floyd. Katie is the host and personality at the Frisco Rough Riders games. I have seen her for years and was excited to finally get to interview her. Um, I loved learning about her love of music and actually recording at her job when she teaches music. So next up was Jesus Ferreira and Paul Ariola of FC Dallas. They are U.S. men's national team players and kind of the, the faces of FC Dallas. So it was really fun to have just a few minutes with them at one of the FC Dallas events um, where I got to kind of pull them aside and ask them a couple questions before the season started. Then we had another soccer episode, which was Addison Christian, and uh, she was a high school, is a high school soccer player, following her mom's footsteps as a UNT legacy player. And I loved knowing that or seeing the pictures of her and her little UNT outfits when she was a baby and just knowing that that's her future. I just think it's a really cool connection with her and her mom. Uh, and then we had Kip Rogers on, a repeat guest. And this was really about lies that athletes tell themselves. And this was like hard, a hard episode because it was just about mental toughness and how we do sometimes accept lies that get us down. Um, so we talked through some of the most common lies that she sees in her office from athletes. Then we had episode 172 was the most watched and most popular episode of the year and one of my favorites Bernard Camungo so this was an FC Dallas player who was really new on the scene he was not a homegrown that had been here forever that we had been watching forever he you know came here from Tanzania and wasn't like how didn't have his sights set on being a pro soccer player. He didn't know that was his path like some kids their whole lives living around here. He was so humble, so kind, so grateful just for his opportunities, which I loved. And I felt like I walked away from that thinking he was so worthy of everything coming his way. And he had a great season. He's still having um, call-ups to national team and things like that. So Bernie uh, is now one of our favorite players. And I just, he's like a joy to watch, just his spirit. And so if you haven't seen episode 172, go back and find it on YouTube or Spotify or whatever you listen and um, just hear hear Bernie's words and how humble and grateful he is to be in this position. Okay, then we had Matt Wixon on with FISD. We talked about sports. I have had Max, Matt on before, but it was cool to get a recap of after the school year of some of the cool things that our school um, teams have done in Frisco ISD. We had a basketball episode with Norrence Odiase, and man, talk about another person that I've connected with online and really enjoyed following because, all right, two reasons. He's like the face of tech basketball to me, and 
he kind of knows it all and I love him. He shares about it a lot online and kind of keeps me updated. But um, all the work he does in his Mind Bully podcast about loss and life and just sort of uncovering some of that on my show was just really powerful to me. And I just like that he is not afraid to talk about everything from, you know, his personality to being accepted and rejected and grief and all the things that he has battled through in his life. All right. Then we had a baseball episode celebrating the Rough Riders 20th anniversary. Scott Burchett came on and I love that. Um, Getting to hang out in the office and talk about the Rough Riders and ask him a couple funny questions like the broken windows and the baseballs and things like that. Um, Y'all know I love that ballpark. I love that team. And so getting to sit down with Scott and just chat about it was, was really fun. So then the next up, oh, another favorite, Trish Holt. So I got to go out to the brand new PGA Frisco and sit down with Trish, who's the head golf pro. And I really learned a lot about what that even means because golf's not my thing. And so most everything is new to me when somebody's educating me about the golf world. And so hearing her path on how she became the head golf pro was great. Then next up, we had Nicholas Lemieux. So he was with Athlete Studio and his whole world is pro athlete brands. So it's not the team brands, it's the athletes and their brands, which is really cool and different. All right, another personal favorite was next. It was Chris Statzer, the Texas Rangers DJ. So Chris knew Katie from the Rough Riders, and that's how it came to be that I talked to him. And so sitting down and talking to, you know, having a cool baseball conversation was really fun. And then at the end, we joked about how we wish each other a World Series for each other's birthday, which is late October. And that, you know, if you're, if we joked, if we're playing near our birthdays, it's a good, it's a good season. And sure enough, right after that interview, the season seemed to sort of tank. Um, Josh Young, I think, broke his thumb then. And I don't know. Things just started looking not so great. And I was like, great. I jinxed us. Um, but then, as we all should know by now, uh, it turned around and this team made it happen and comes, you know, through the playoffs and wins the World Series. So that was a really fun experience talking to Chris and then being connected with him through the series and watching him and all the joy he has playing music there and experiencing the parade from his perspective and all of that was just really, really special. And our third most popular episode, first was Bernie Kamungo, second was Katie Spud Floyd, and third was the little guys on Team Texas at the PGA Junior League Championship. The standouts there were Lincoln and Zach uh, Rubis, and they're just like so well-spoken for how old they are. And Lincoln's the one that everybody said reminds them, reminds them of Jordan Spieth and he's adorable. But, um, and then we talked to Cooper also after that. And so when we went and watched them play in that tournament, I was so impressed with these kids poise and just how they held themselves on the golf course and watching Cooper tee off. is like very impressive and very powerful. And these kids are amazing. Then we headed out to Fieldhouse USA in Frisco and talked to Gary Oliver. What I loved about that interview was not only like seeing the cool new stuff they have there with the basketball and the technology, but um, just 
knowing that it's a family business. I've lived in Frisco 13 years and didn't realize that it was a family business over there. Then I went next door and talked to Eddie Lewis with Toka. Um, And not only did I get to interview him, which is a former pro um, soccer player, but I got to step into the little Toka training uh, arena center, whatever it's called, and actually do some stuff. Then it was Legends Media Day, and I talked to Dexter Dennis, Jordan Jelly Walker, Mike Miles Jr., and Maxime Kareen, and it was just fun. I really like knowing a little about these guys' personality or where they're coming from so that when we go watch Texas Legends games, I know who I'm cheering for. Then I rounded it out in December with one more soccer interview with Sydney Deckert. I knew Sydney when she was a high school athlete in Frisco, and then she went off to play in college, and I wanted to talk to her because of her resiliency and her experience through injury. All right, so I mentioned at the beginning that I didn't have as many episodes as I used to have, and I just want to talk about that because when I see people out and about that, that, that know about Hustle and Pro and they ask me, hey, are you still doing that, or this, you know, whatever their questions are, um... I feel like I explained this a lot, so I just wanted to put it out there here. So when I was working for Lifestyle Frisco, I asked to start this podcast, and Scott and Wendy, the owners, were like, yeah, put a plan together, let us know what you have in mind, this and that, and said yes, ultimately. And it was part of our publishing calendar. It was content, sports content, and it was something I got paid for as if I was writing an article. Um, but I was just getting paid for it as a podcast episode. And so I was expected to have one every week. I think it was Fridays that they published. And I think I had 10 of those puppies ready to go before we even launched and this and that. So it was a lot of work, but I got paid for it each week. And I had a team of people helping, helping me edit, helping me, uh, while I had a podcast studio there and Nicole, um, the editor, finalizing things and pushing them out the door and I had a whole process going on and so those days have passed after COVID when Lifestyle Frisco stopped publishing new content um, obviously I switched gears professionally and um, they let me keep Hustle and Pro so I did and I I bounced around and, and had a partnership with a studio and that was harder for both of us than we realized and so that didn't continue very long but I loved being in that studio um, because I had some of the best, great guests and interviews in there. But anywho, um, so things just keep evolving and changing, just adapting with how much time I have to spend on Hustle and Pro. And I thought maybe I could make it a full-time job, but it's not easy to make something like this a full-time job unless you're already, you know, a celebrity with a big following and you have thousands and thousands or millions of people that that know who you are and can go listen to your content um besides that it's really just a hobby like a side little side gig side hobby and i used to have time to sell advertising to do make some revenue um come in from it but when my jobs have changed it changed over the last two to three years it's also shifted that time that I can focus on selling and being out and like selling ads and making ad revenue for it. So let me back up and explain kind of that work path. So straight out of college, I went to the Wall Street Journal, resigned there in 2010 when Jack was born and 
went to work for one of my clients. I was selling advertising, went to work for one of my clients because they allowed me uh, being an Illinois company to work from home full time. So I was able to be, you know, close to my family, not travel like I was selling advertising for the journal. And it was just a good, it was a good lifestyle shift for me. Um, but I went from working for, for a global media company, very corporate, to a really, really small business. And six years later, got laid off and then shifted gears to try my own business with a business partner, soccer friend. Shout out, Eric. And love Eric, but hated it. Hated to. We both hated it. It was just not for us. It was not for me. I was working more than I ever, ever had, and I was not making a penny from it. Small business ownership was, it's hard. And I know that, and I've seen it so many times. But anyway, that wasn't for me. So it shifted over there and went to Lifestyle Frisco. Thank goodness, Wendy Ellis gave me that job and helped uh, run her advertising client services. Um, so like five years after that, um, or after that ended, I worked for another startup, um, not just a small business, but a startup who needed help launching in this market. And so I did that to launch and for a year and then had to decide, am I going to stay on here or kind of go with a group of layoffs and this and that? Anyway, ultimately, I realized, I took a look at everything and realized Working for the one, two, three, four small businesses, startup, entrepreneurial types of jobs was just not where I was flourishing. I wasn't making money. I wasn't, I was working too much because, you know, they ask a lot of you and can't usually pay you what you're working. And I just decided, all right, I've got a senior in high school and a, or going to be a senior in high school and a seventh grader what do I need to do at this point? And I decided my comfort zone really was corporate. And so that's where I set out and <laughs> one of them were consistent schedule, uh, predictable pay, salary that I knew was coming and it wasn't, you know, can this small business cut payroll and this and that. So um, I went back, that was in March. So I started April 3rd to a full-time in-office job uh, with the city of Frisco at Visit Frisco. And I've had a relationship with Visit Frisco for several years. I've had them on this show a couple times and I've really loved that team for a long time and had been uh, a contributing writer for them for their sports stuff, blog posts and things. And so I basically just resumed a permanent role there and love it so much. Um, our job is really getting to talk about all of the amazing things in Frisco that would bring visitors here. So whether that's sports events, which is a lot of it, or our attractions, our restaurants, our hotels, um, our events, just all the things to do in Frisco. And so y'all know I love this town. So it was a natural fit to join that team full time. Um, and it was a transition just like it was leaving the journal, being in an office and then transitioning into a home office for 13 years. It's been a transition back in, you know, being somewhere at 8 a.m. every day and dressing up and meetings and some travel and all of that. Um, but I've 
figuring it out. My family's figuring it out. And it's ultimately, it's all good. Um, It's a good sort of stable pace for me. But the reason I'm blurring all this out there is because it definitely impacts Hustle and Pro and how much time I have to source guests and do research and do interviews and edit and publish and all the things and promote and socialize and sell advertising. I mean, most of that stuff has stopped um, just because I don't have time because I have, you know, I'm trying to volunteer at Jack's Middle School. I volunteer for Reese's senior stuff and working full time and, you know, just life. I don't have a lot of extra time for this podcast, even though it's a passion I have. Um, I just can't make a whole lot of free time for it at this point as I'm settling into these, um, to my job. But I don't, I also know I don't want to stop doing it. Uh, people ask me that all the time and I'm, uh, that's a quick, no, I don't want to stop doing it. I love talking about sports. I love meeting all these people that I get to interview in sports. That's just a thrill, a blessing, a network, like the network I've built and that I like love through this show and so I do not plan on stopping but it is why my pace has slowed down and so I don't know what I'll get to do in 24 um you know I'm hoping I still get to do as much as I did last year but I don't know and I thought you know maybe if it's only one a month it's it's only one a month I'm gonna do what I can do without you know breaking my back and enjoy it and keep going and hope that people still listen Thanks for joining me on this episode of Hustle and Pro. I'll see you next time.